to come on here and give you guys a little pep talk slash kick in the ass. And I have a couple questions on this thread that I will answer. We got refund questions, we got membership questions, and I'm going to give you guys a little pep talk. So this is going to be really good. Okay, you guys, let's do this. So it is now March 1st. It is a new month. If you've been hanging out in my community or if you're new here, welcome. If you've been hanging out in my community, you guys know we do quarterly goals here. I did a free training in January. Maybe we'll do another one. What do you guys want for the next free event? I'm planning it now. Do you want, would you rather, I feel like we're playing that like game. Would you rather? <laughs> Would you rather, my friend, one of my friends used to make the most ridiculous, like, would you rather prompts. Have you guys ever played that game? It would be like, would you rather have um, hot dogs for fingers or a hot dog for a nose? <laughs> like something like that. <laughs> would you rather, <laughs> Faith Mariah edition, would you rather do another quarterly planning? Would you rather do that again? And I can make some new content about planning Q2. Or would you rather have a different topic? And what would that topic be? Let me know. You guys that are new here um, might not know, I try to do a big free training every quarter and they're usually two or three days at least. There's usually free coaching. There's usually bonuses and giveaways and we do a whole thing. So last year we did Bosses Make Sales, which was a three-day sales event. We did the Digital Product Lab. We did Reignite, we did, what else did we do? We did a whole bunch of stuff. The last one I did was Plan Like a Boss for January. Would you guys want like a Plan Like a Boss 2 and we'll plan Q2 and we'll do some new planning stuff? Or do you want something else about sales, product development, mindset, money mindset? We've never done a free money mindset event. Social media, list building. What do you guys want? Tell me in the comments. I am planning that stuff and I do try to make things you guys want. <laughs> we'll come up with something good. Whatever we come up with, you guys will like, and it'll be really good. But let me know if you have ideas or something specific. So let's talk about Q1. Y'all, we did the planning event in January, right? We did Plan Like a Boss in January. We planned Q1. Some of you guys are like, oh shit, I haven't thought about my plan uh, since I made it. <laughs> Perfect. Now is the perfect time to dust it off. If you're in the mastermind, you should have been evaluating your plan. So how it works in the mastermind is you make your quarterly plan, the beginning of the quarter, and then every month you do your debrief and you plan your month. And then you debrief your month and you plan your month until we get to the end of the quarter and then we plan the quarter and then we debrief the month and we plan the month. And you do that all the way through. If you really want to accelerate results, this is a question I get all the time. People are like, how do I speed up? Like my stuff is taking a really long time. I really want to speed up. And I always think like, what would I do? Like if I were starting a business now, what would I tell myself to do? And the honest to God truth is I would tell myself to really focus on planning and debriefing. So I would be testing things, trying things, debriefing things and squeezing like every bit of information out of whatever we're doing. So for you guys, you want to look at February. You want to debrief February. If you're in the mastermind, we did a planning retreat, I think this morning. Let me look at the calendar. Oh, they're in it now. <laughs> so if there's a monthly debrief call in the mastermind right now. If you guys can get the replay, if you're in the mastermind or if you join the mastermind this week, you can get access to the replay. But you debrief your month 
at the planning retreat or on your own with the worksheets in the portal, but you want to look at February and look at what did you do that was working? What did you try that worked out well? What did you try that didn't work out well? What results do you, did you get and how can you duplicate them? What were you thinking that was helpful? What thoughts and feelings helped you get those results? And then on the other side also like what results did you create that you don't like? <laughs> and you wanna really squeeze any insight out of February. A lot of people just kind of do shit, random shit in their business and it's not intentional enough and it's not strategic enough. And debriefing is actually a way that you can be more strategic. If you're not debriefing your launches, debriefing your weeks. If I wanted to speed up, I would be, I would be planning and debriefing daily, every day. Like I would be debriefing every day of like, how did I do today? What was good? What could have been better? What did I learn today? And squeezing every information out of the day. Now, if you are not doing that, that's okay, but but I'm like, you have to do the monthly debrief. You're gonna waste this whole year, all of that insight that you could have gotten out of February. So you wanna squeeze all of that insight out of February. Like what worked? What did I say that resonated with people? What seems to not really be working in our messaging? What, what are we doing that is working or that I might wanna test more? Um, where did I get email subscribers from? What sales did I make? What emails were, were sent that drove those sales like you want to know all of that what was your conversion rate if you did an event where any or promoting anything like you want to look at all of your data how many email subscribers did you get for the month how many emails did you send what were those results you want to look at all of that if you're not looking at that we can't be strategic for march if you're not debriefing your day you're not debriefing your week you're not debriefing your month like, what are you doing? You're gonna get to the end of the year just doing random shit and you're gonna miss, there's like little tiny clues. They're like little tiny entrepreneurial clues <laughs> about what's working and what's not working. But you have to make yourself stop. I understand that this is, it requires you to be willing to be a little uncomfortable in your body because a lot of us, like the doing we're like doing 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 and we feel like that's going to get us results and so we want to stay there it requires a little more discomfort and a little more discipline to stop and take i'm not saying take 10 hours i'm saying 30 40 minutes you need to look at what happened in february and that way you can be strategic in march if you're not debriefing the month before right you're missing all those clues you're, it's going to take you so much longer, right? We do this, this is a thought error we have that's like if I stay in the doing, just doing all this shit all the time, that's gonna get me to the goal. And if I slow down to debrief or plan, that's, that's slowing me down. That's like distracting me from the real work. But you are not gonna know the right tasks to do if you're not looking for those little clues trying to figure out what's gonna actually make you more sales. So that's the first thing I wanna say. If you are not on track to hit your income goal, to hit your revenue goal that you set for Q1, you guys that are in my community, especially if you're in the mastermind, but even if you're in this community, we did a free planning event for you in January. We planned the quarter. What was your revenue goal for Q1? We're now two months down. Like, did you make two thirds of that money yet? And if not, we need to, uh, don't give up, right? This is where a lot of people will look at that revenue goal and they'll go, oh, I can't do it. I only made $1. I don't care if you only made a dollar in January and February. That just means you need to try and make that money in March. So don't let yourself off the hook. That's what I was saying in the email, right? Like, don't let yourself off the hook for that money. 
If my business does not make the revenue that we need to make in January and February, I do not have the luxury of just giving up. I have to pay my bills, my team's bills. I have to pay everybody that works in the mastermind that supports my clients. All of those people must be paid. So I don't, you do not as a business owner get the luxury of going, well, we didn't hit the goal in January and February. I'm just not going to be able to do it. Sorry, team. Sorry, bills. Sorry, <laughs> my partner that I have this house with. I'm just not going to have any money. Like, I don't get the luxury of doing that. And I'll just encourage you guys, like, don't give yourself that. Like, that's not helping yourself. What's more helpful is looking at, okay, I didn't make that money in January and February. I'm on the hook for that. I'm going to have to make that up in March. Because what will happen is your brain will know if I don't make the money, it doesn't really matter. She's just going to give up anyway, and then we don't have to do any of this work. And it will happen again next quarter. Some of you have been doing this quarter after quarter after quarter where your revenue is not growing. It's because you'll set a big goal, right? We're like, we're going to swing for the fence. It's New Year. <laughs> and then January and February comes when you don't make any sales or you don't make as many sales. And then we get to March and you're like, well, I can't do it now. I can't do it now. I didn't make the money. And then your brain is like, cool. All we have to do is if we get her to like not hit the goal, she'll just give up. It's like you want to keep yourself on the line for that money. You still have to make that money, even though there's only a month left. Time, giving yourself more time is not what will increase your revenue. Just so you guys know, like I talk about this, about like having a good patience game and playing a long game, but it's a balance. There has to be a balance of those energies of like, I'm going to keep doing this as long as it takes. I'm in it for the long game. I don't need instant results. And it has to also be balanced out by, I'm gonna keep my ass on the line for this goal. If I set a goal, I'm gonna see it all the way through. And so you don't get to January and February and go, well, I didn't make that much in January and February, so now I can't hit my goal. Your ass is still on the line for making that money. And now you need to make it all in March. That's what happens when you have a business, right? If we don't hit our revenue goal in January and February, I don't just like not have to pay anybody. It's like, I have to figure out how to make that money. And so I'll just offer that to you. like. Show up. This is your time to show up as a business owner. You must pay yourself. Like you must make the money. Like it's not an option for me to just decide, oh, well now we don't have enough time to make that money. Sorry, I'm not going to be able to pay everybody next month. I guess we're going to have to close the mastermind. Like that just is never would never be an option for us. If we don't make the money one month, we have to put our brain to work about like, oh, we, we got to fix this. Right? So I want you guys to borrow that energy of like, oh, February and Mar January and February did not go how we needed them to go. We must fix this. Let me figure that out. That's different than letting yourself off the hook of like, oh, it's too big of a goal. I don't have enough time. You guys have a whole month. That's like an eternity in internet years. You have plenty of time. You have plenty of time to make whatever money you want, right? So you just need to figure out a plan of how are you going to try to do it? The way if you're didn't, not on track to hit your goals, whatever you were doing in January and February was not working. We've got to come up with something else. You've got to either get more people, make more offers, um, sell something else, find a different way of selling it. Maybe you need to do an event, right? I gave the mastermind this event about <laughs> an idea about like a summer camp event <laughs> that I came up with the other day. But there's a million different really cool things you could do for your community. So come up with if you have customers come up with something awesome to offer them for free and something awesome to sell at the end of it like what would they love could you do a retreat for them could you do a planning party for them could you do free coaching for them could you do a challenge for them like do something really great for them for free it should be good enough that you could charge for it 
I always, I'm like, I want our free events to be better than a lot of people's paid stuff. I'm like, it should be, I always want our launch events, especially our quarterly launch events that we do. I'm moving away from doing those bigger events, but when that was like my thing, it was like, I want these to be something we could sell for hundreds of dollars. So it should be that good. It should be something you could sell, but you're going to give it to them for free. And then you're going to make a great offer that is like a good deal for them. It's like a win for them. It's like something awesome for them, right? Give them an awesome bonus. Give them an extended payment plan. We do, um, we do extended payment plans during our launch sometimes with no interest. Um, and we do bonuses. So it's like, I'm going to give you an extended payment plan with no interest. I'm going to give you a bonus. You're going to get to come to all the stuff in the mastermind. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. Like we just make the offer so good, right? And just start putting your brain to work about how could I make the money, right? What a lot of people do when they don't hit their goal is they go to this place of like, oh my God, I didn't do it. And I thought I would have had to make more money and I didn't get it. And so-and-so stuff is better. And my stuff never makes money and no one buys and my people this and ma ma ma. You need to stay clear headed and stay in a place that is like, I did not make the sales. There's only a couple reasons. I'm going to break it down for you guys. If you're not hitting your revenue goals, this is where I want your brain to go. You did not hit the revenue, not because you suck and other people's stuff is better and like whatever. It's not, it's usually not that stuff, right? What it usually is, is either you didn't sell the offer to enough people. That's why we were talking about the bundles and the summits. I hope if you're in the mastermind, you should come speak at our summit. We're going to help you guys get email subscribers in there. I told them the other day, one of my goals in the mastermind is to run and I'm not promising this. This is like my what I'm trying to do. I want to eventually do an event every quarter that will help them grow their email list, right? And so that's like the new kind of, I feel like, evolution of what we offer in there in addition to the live coaching and the training. It's like now you get to speak at a summit. You get to be in a bundle. You get like opportunities to actually get customers. And I think that's really, really cool. But you want to look at, did you offer it to enough people? A lot of you straight up just are not getting in front of enough people and that would probably solve 90% of the problems you have, right? So it's like either um, you have a right offer that people wanna pay for, you have a really good offer that people wanna pay for, the offer is good and you just didn't sell it to enough people or you have the right offer and your marketing and sales is off. A lot of people also need a lot more practice selling so did you go on video? Did you pitch it? Did you tell them why it's great? Did you do that often? Did you email the crap out of it? Have they heard about the offer? I feel like people probably need to hear it. People are like, oh, they need to hear an offer like 18 times. I'm like, no, they need to hear it. Like they need to hear the name of your offer and see testimonials and like a hundred times before they're ready to buy. So did they see the offer a hundred times? Did you talk to them about it on video multiple times? Did you get them a great result ahead of time? That's all sales. So it's either there's not enough people and you have the right offer or you have the right offer and you are not good enough at selling it yet, or your offer is off and people don't want to pay for it. That's all there ever is. There's not like all this other, like if you're not solving one of those problems, you are wasting your time. Like when we're going to like, this is what I want you guys to understand when we're going to like feeling sorry for ourselves and being frustrated um, and going down re weird rabbit holes about like email funnels and, and researching and over consuming. 
Where are my over consumers at? Where are my course hoarders at? Where are my, my like people that just listen to training all the time, over consuming, over consumption? That is not solving one of those buckets, <laughs> right? So, so it's like you need to be doing action in your business to either be getting more people and fixing that problem, to either be practicing sales and fixing your marketing problem, or you need to be working on your offer. That's it. Like stay out of the other stuff as a distraction. And I want you to like double down on which of those buckets is broken right now and fix it. <laughs> okay, that's it. So I want you to think about that. And then I want you to put your brain to work as far as like, if you're not making the money, it's not because you suck and you're the worst and it's just not working and it's so hard. All of that is a waste of time. This is what I love about the mastermind. And what I try to do in the mastermind is like, cut that shit out to where you don't, you just stop doing it. <laughs> That's an oversimplification, right? But it's like, think about if you could cut all of the 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 overconsumption, the over-researching, the course hoarding, the shiny object chasing, the doubt, the fear, whatever, and you spent all your time just thinking about how to get more people to your offer. Just do that for the next 30 days. <laughs> like, just put your brain to work. What else could we do? What else could we do? I need a thousand people on this page. How do I get a thousand people on this page? How else could I do it? What else? Who could I collaborate with? Who could I do a freebie swap with? What kind of event could we do? How could I get in front of more people? Who could I pitch to be on a podcast? Like, I'm going to get in front of more people this month, the end right? And you go to work solving that problem. Or it's like, I'm going to practice sales. I need to practice selling my offer. I'm going to pitch on video every day for 30 days. I need to practice, right? I'm going to do a big live event and practice a launch, right? When a lot of us get honest about how we're doing sales, if we're not hitting your goal, I would ask you, how did you show up in your sales process in January and February? Did you do launches that were well executed? Did you give good enough free value? Did you prove to them that they should pay you? Did you explain to them why it's a great offer? Why did you explain to them that it's a great value? A lot of times we will, I'll see this a lot where people will just lower prices because they don't want to pitch the offer and they don't like doing sales. So they're like, I'll just make it really cheap and then people will just want it. And it's like, they don't know it's a good value and they don't know that it's worth way more than what you are giving it to them. You're like, it's $30, I should be charging $300 for this, Faith. And But I'm like, did you tell them why it's worth $300? Did you tell them that a whole bunch of times? Like, because if not, they don't know. People are not listening anymore online the way they used to. There's so much distraction now. You need to be talking to them over and over and over and over. You should feel like a parrot. You should be telling them about the offer and how it's worth over $300. And right now you can only get it for 30 and this is what you're going to get. And this is how it's going to help you. And you need to tell them that every day, right? And that's going to be a much better use of your time than just giving up and being like, well, I didn't hit the, I didn't make enough money in January, February. Now I can't hit my Q1 goal. If you don't hit your Q1 goal, now we're going to be behind for the whole year. So I need everybody to get their asses in gear. Now is not the time to let yourself off the hook and slow down. If you did not hit your revenue goal, now is the time to like double down, right? And I'm not talking about working more hours. I'm talking about getting fucking strategic. And you do that by debriefing what is working and what is not working and making a very clear plan and then keeping your brain focused on that plan, right? And that's what we do in the mastermind. That's what the whole program is, okay? That's that. I'm going to answer questions. You guys have any specific questions about hitting your revenue goal, but I just want to give you guys this pep talk because it's like, I want everybody to like refocus, 
right? What I see when we get to the end of the quarter, it's like everybody starts to like take a step out. They like look, they take, they like step out of the game. You're just like, okay, I didn't hit it. And it's like, we give up. We still have 31 days to figure this out, right? And it's like, you need to keep your brain on board with figuring out how to make the money you want. You don't figure out how to make the money you want by letting yourself off the hook and giving up and thinking about how much you suck and how it's not working. That's not helpful to you. You've got to get your brain on board with like, I have 31 days to make this money. What are useful things I can think about to figure out how to get customers? Customers, use your brain to figure out how to get customers. How do we find them? How do we nurture them? How do we sell to them? And, and it's hard, right? This is the thing I think people don't understand about business. It's not like you just make a digital product and you throw it up and you make a bajillion dollars. I know a lot of people sell you guys that. <laughs> it's not real. Probably a lot of you guys have realized that, right? This is hard, right? So you're doing something hard. So I'm like yelling at you now because I'm like giving you the SmackDown pep talk, right? But you need to be compassionate with yourself of like, I am doing something very challenging. It is going to be hard. I'm going to have to fail a lot. And I am willing to do that. And I want to do that right? Get your brain on board with it being hard. Get your brain on board with doing things that are challenging. Get your brain on board with failure and you'll have so much less drama. Yeah, there's onboarding in the mastermind, Wendy. When you come into the mastermind, Scotty says, I feel seen. <laughs> Christy's doing her revenue goal. Yes, girl. Wendy, when you come into the mastermind, you will get an email with a checklist that it's like, um, it's like subscribe to the Google calendar, subscribe to the podcast. Um, it has like a whole checklist you go through and there's welcome videos. So there's three welcome videos you'll watch when you go into the mastermind and it's going to show you the mindset and what is expected and where to start. And then you'll get access to the portal. The portal has a ton of stuff in it, but don't be overwhelmed. So this is what I'll say about the mastermind is the mastermind is like, I, I always say it's like a gym membership. It's not meant for you to use every single thing in there. It's meant so that if you need a specific tool, you can go get it, right? And so it's like a gym membership because different people use a gym differently to get their goals, right? But I don't join a gym and use every single machine and go to every single class in the gym. Like that's not a good use of my time, right? I joined the gym because there's so many things in there. I know no matter what my health and fitness goals are, they have the equipment and the classes I need to hit those goals. And then I use what I need in the gym to hit my goal, right? So the mastermind is not meant for you guys to go live. Let me just look. Just today, we have two live calls just today. So this week we had co-working. I coached on Tuesday. There's the business retreat right now. There's a money mindset call later. There's Ask Faith tomorrow and there's another business retreat. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six live calls. And my call was two and a half hours. Because <laughs> you guys know I can't like tell a short story. No, I just wanted to coach extra yesterday. So eight and a half hours of content just this week is in there. So like it is not made for you to go to every single call. It is not made for you to watch every single module. It is made, what it does is you'll go through the planning, you'll make your 90 day plan, and then you select the live calls you need and you select the modules and the business strategy that you need to support your goals, just like the gym, 
right? I don't join a gym and try to go to every live class. Like that's not a good use of my time and my membership, right? I'm just going to be wasting all this time at the gym all the time. I just pick the class I need to go to a few times a week to get the result I need. And that's kind of how the mastermind is set up. So there is a lot of stuff in there. I just always tell people overwhelm is created in your mind, right? So I could give somebody something with two modules and somebody could be like, oh my gosh, this is too much stuff. I'm so overwhelmed. I have so much going on, right? And and someone else with the exact same amount of stuff might not be overwhelmed at all because they just don't have the thought, this is too much, right? So the feeling of overwhelm isn't created from my mastermind portal. The mastermind portal is neutral. So you can think whatever you want. The people that get the best results in the mastermind think this is an amazing resource. I have all the support I need. And it gets people to, first of all, stop buying courses all the time and buying random shit all the time. And they just focus on making their plan and then using the tools they need to support their plan and their goals. So that's what we do in there. You'll get my 90 day planning process when you join. So you'll watch the welcome videos, you'll do the 90 day planning. And then I would go ahead and do my mindset course, especially if you guys are doing the trial and you can't afford to stay in or you don't want to stay in for whatever reason, make sure you do the self-coaching mindset course because that will give you some good tools to use and hopefully you'll be able to make the money and come back. Or a lot of people will go in there and they'll make the money and they'll just stay, right? Because I'm like, to stay in the mastermind, you just have to make a $97 product and sell one a month or it's $9.97 for the year. So you make a $97 product and sell 10 of it and you can stay in for a whole year of coaching and support with the community, right? So that's that. I love your content, I will feel guilty. You don't need to feel guilty. This is what I'll say, Wendy, I love you guys are so nice. A lot of you guys bought the Revenue Maximizer and most of you did not activate the Mastermind trial. And I know it's because a lot of people don't have the money, but listen to me, I wanna help you, okay? I'm not, I, of course I want to grow my membership, right? But my belief, Wendy, is like, it always comes back, right? So I do think this is a very generous offer that we're letting you guys come into the mastermind with the revenue maximizer, okay? But I, I want to run my business in a generous way. I think it builds my reputation as someone who's able to get results. And I always look at it this way. If you go in and you cancel, I'm never like, oh my gosh, Wendy left. First of all, I won't even know because I don't pay attention and I don't do the customer service. So even if you email to cancel, you don't need to feel bad because I won't ever see the email. <laughs> so there's that. But then the other part is like my belief of like how I run this business is like, if even if you don't stay, I'm like, maybe you'll come back someday when you do have the money or it is the right time to work together. Or maybe you'll, maybe it won't be right for you, but you'll refer someone. You'll be like, oh my gosh, this, I see like that this coaching could really be great for someone. And maybe in a couple of months, you'll send someone to us. And like, I just believe in that. Like I believe in like the law of reciprocity. So I believe if I'm generous and helpful to people that you guys will be generous and helpful to me. And that's always been true in my business. And the other thing I'll tell you, Wendy, is I don't do shit I don't wanna do. I make enough money, I don't have to let anybody in that offer if I don't want. <laughs> and if I really wanted, I really do believe no bullshit. I really do believe we could charge $10,000 a year with my coaching level and my team and everything we have and offer in there. We could charge $10,000 a year. I could take 20 people and it would make about what it makes now. Um, and I could do that if I wanted, but I don't want to do that. I want to help a lot of people and I've always wanted it to be accessible. It's $97 a month, right? I've always wanted it to be accessible and I've always wanted to help a lot of people. So if you come in there and you let me help you, you're helping me with my goal of helping a lot of people, okay? 
so you don't need to feel guilty. <laughs> so come, I'm like doing the trial. Like I know people are, some people are going to cancel and it's okay with me. It really is. Okay. So you don't need to feel bad. Okay. Let me look at these questions. And if you guys are live and you have questions, let me know. Wendy, if you need anything else, let me know. And like I'm saying, I won't even know if you cancel because I don't read the customer service email, okay? So I just, you don't need to feel bad, but that's very thoughtful of you. And some people will stay, right? I know when we do promos like this of trials, some people are going to go and some people are going to stay. And that's totally okay with me. And I never take it personal. Like I run a membership with hundreds of people in it. People come and go all the time, okay? So that's just the business model. I'm signed up. <laughs> Yes, yes, sign up, Wendy. Come in there. Come in there. If you guys got the Revenue Maximizer, you have a trial. And the Revenue Maximizer, the price is going up on Friday. So if you want that, you get the Digital Product Lab, you get Bosses Make Sales, you get my Notion Board, and you get a trial to the Mastermind for 20 bucks. It's the most insane deal we've ever offered. I really think that. Okay, I've lost my, my little questions. Hold on, I'm gonna find them. There we go. Okay, so I have a question about a refund policy and a question about a membership. If you guys have questions about the mastermind, about the maximizer, or if I can help you with something specific, put it in the chat. I just got an email saying one of my products was no better than a Google search and they regret buying it, but they didn't ask for a refund outright. Do I give them one and blacklist them in Thrivecart so they can't buy anything else and be all pissy about it? Or do I just delete their email and move on? This is a really good question, Megan, and I'll tell you guys, no, like refunds are part of business, of any business. So even think about like Target. Target gets refunds. <laughs> like people return things to Target. Though any business you have, there's gonna be refunds. It's the cost of doing business, right? Any business you do, pretty much, okay? And so since we already know people are gonna off, people are gonna ask for refunds, what I encourage you guys to do is you make a refund policy. So we don't have a refund policy on the revenue maximizer because it's 20 bucks. And I just feel like the notion templates alone are worth like 50 bucks. I'm like, I'm not going to, I just don't feel like I want to give people a refund on that. So that author has no refund policy. It says it on the page. So the mastermind is $97 a month or $997 for the year, which I think is an amazing value for what we offer in there. But a lot of it is live coaching with me and live coaching with other people and it's teaching with me. And I don't think like I'm the right coach for everybody, right? I swear a lot and a lot of people hate that. I, I don't want you to have a coach you hate. Like I want you to like being there. I don't want anybody to be there that doesn't like being there. And so we have a two week, no questions asked money back guarantee, right? And that policy is on the sales page. So you guys should decide ahead of time before somebody asks you for a refund, what your refund policy is on each product. And it should be clearly stated on your sales page and on your checkout pages. And then when people ask you, you respond according to policy. And the reason I think this matters a lot is it's the way to be the most fair. So I used to like, I used to not have a great refund policy. It was like very diluted and cloudy, right? And it worked kind of like this. It was like, if somebody emailed us a sad enough story, I would give them a refund. I'd be like, oh my God, yeah, give her a refund. But what I realized was like, that wasn't fair because then it was like me and Rebecca are in the inbox having to decide who's like struggling enough to get a refund and who's like, whose like story is like sad enough to get a refund. And I was like, this is kind of fucked up. 
right? So now it's just like, it's just two weeks, no questions asked, money back guarantee. So you don't have to submit any homework or you don't have to do any of that. If you join the mastermind and you're like, you know what, this just isn't right for me. I don't know that it's exactly right for where I'm at in my business, or I don't really feel like I've like, I've never had anybody not like the community, but maybe they don't like the community or maybe they don't like my coaching style, right? I'm very direct. I said some things on the call yesterday to people that were like, not mean or anything, but they're very direct. It's like, here, this is a problem I see. I'm gonna tell you, you know, I tell them, I'm like, I'm gonna say something to you that might be hard to hear, but here's some real problems I see with what you're selling, right? And just so they have that information. And I'm like, I want you to know, um, these are potential problems I see with your business. And I just want you to be able to make an informed decision if you want to have to deal with that or not, right? And some people might not like that. They don't like people that are direct and are gonna tell them things that are hard to hear and it might not be the right program for them. And so if that happens, they can just email us and be like, hey, I tried the mastermind, but I want a refund. We just give them a refund. They don't have to, any reason besides asking us, right? Two weeks, no questions asked. We just give you, if you ask for a refund, we give it to you. If you ask after two weeks, the answer is no. And it's to everybody, the answer is no. And that way it's very fair to everyone. Right. If you guys don't have a policy, what's going to happen is like you're going to be deciding on a case by case basis. And then it's like you're deciding who's worthy of a refund or not. And that just kind of felt messed up to me. It feels much more fair to be like if you email us before two weeks, no matter what, who you are or what you're going through, we give you your money back. And if it's after two weeks, the answer is no. And that's the same for everyone. And so everyone is treated very fairly. And so I would just encourage all of you to look at your products and decide what your refund policy is and state it very clearly on your signup page and on your checkout page. And then when people email you, you just act accordingly. So I would just ask you like, what is your refund policy? And if the refund, if there is a no refund policy, the answer is no. And if there is a refund policy, the answer is yes. If you don't have a refund policy, I always default to just giving them their money back. So if it didn't say on the sales page, Megan, no refunds, or you don't have a policy, I would just refund this person and then I would make your policy. That would be my advice. So let me know what you think. And then I would, Megan is a client of mine and she's in the mastermind. So I would coach yourself on your thoughts that I would be curious about what your thoughts are. Cause you said on here, she said one of my products was no better than a Google search and they regret buying it. What do you think about that? Coach yourself on your thoughts and just look at, it's just good information to know what you think about that. That's all. And you can, you can think it's bullshit. Like it's fine. You just want to know what you think about it. <laughs> okay. I'd like to know your thoughts on starting a membership versus packing everything in a course and offering a Facebook group. I'm helping stay at home moms start an Etsy shop. Oh, I love this idea. Lucretia, are you on here? And I feel like it would be better to offer the membership because I know they'll have a lot of questions. I'd also like the reoccurring revenue. Are memberships a lot of work without a VA? Um, here's my thoughts about it, Lucretia. I think memberships, I think memberships are a lot of work and I'll tell you why it's, it's, and I think, you know, and I think courses are a lot of work to sell too, right? So everything, I'm always like, everything kind of has its own suffering. Like there's no like easy, if, if, I, if I thought memberships were just so much easier to make reoccurring revenue, I would just tell you guys all have memberships, right? But the reality is like, they all kind of have their own like little things of suffering. But I'll tell you the thing about the membership is you're kind of always on this treadmill of 
serving, really serving the people that are in there and keeping them there, right? So you've got to always be kind of coming up with things to put in there or giving them reasons to stay. So you're continually selling the people. It's not passive revenue. Like people sell the idea of a membership. Like it's like passive revenue that just comes in every month. I'm like, we use so much shit in the membership all the time to keep the members we have, right? Like look at everything we do. Like it's, I mean, a lot, I've, I don't even know how to describe it. Like we do so much. We're doing live events now for them. They get email. I'm about to put together the email templates for March. They get email templates every month. They get social media templates. They get extra coaching from me. They get events. They get there. We give them lots of reasons to stay. So it's the thing with a course is you sell them one time. The thing with the membership, especially if you're going to have a monthly payment, you're basically selling them every month to keep them from canceling, to give them good reasons to stay, to keep them engaged, right? So you're always going to be growing your audience and selling new people, but then you're also selling the people that are in there too by providing them ongoing value and getting them to stay and over-delivering. People don't like having that bill every month. Like you got to give them a really good reason um, to stay there and keep paying you every month, right? So with a course, they decide one time, yes, I'm gonna invest. With a, with a membership, they're deciding every time they look at their statement if they're gonna cancel or not. And they have to re-decide to stay in there every month. You've gotta give them a good reason. So I think it kind of can feel like, it feels like you're just on this like never ending treadmill of um, you have to be able to get new people faster than people leave. People will leave in a membership model. Right. And that's what I was saying to Wendy, too. It's like I, it's like I know people are going to cancel. That's part of my business model. I don't make that mean anything about me when people leave because I'm like, oh, I have a membership. People leave like that's just the business model. I picked a, a business model where people cancel like that's a thing that happens all the time. Right. Especially because we have hundreds of people in there. Right. And so we're you've got to continually be getting new people, selling them and selling the members that you have. And you kind of have to be doing all of it all the time. It requires you to be very good at marketing. And I'll tell you, if you want to have a membership, you better really like doing sales because you're going to be doing sales all the time, all the time, girl. So those are my thoughts about it. That being said, I love having a membership. I just do, right? I like, and if you like community building and you want to do a lot of hands-on stuff, like I think it can be really fun, right? I love it. I love the mastermind. I would never change it. I would never, I don't have any plans on changing that offer. My plan is to scale it all the way, right? And I just love it. And I think it'll get better and better. I'm like, as we make more money, I'm going to hire more coaches. They're going to get more resources and it's just going to be bigger and better every year. And I think we've been doing that really well in the last couple of years. Like we offer so much more now than we used to. And I'm really proud of that. We're going to continue doing that. Um, and so if you want to do a, a, a membership, I think that you definitely can. I would just say you're going to have to be really good at doing sales all the time. And you're going to have to be really good at selling the members to stay. And then the VA part, the part that is more work, I think, than a course is like there's more paled, more paled, more failed payments, right? So there's more of like people lost their credit card and they didn't update the bill or they their credit card expired and like, you know, when we go to run those payments automatically, a certain amount of payments won't go through for different reasons. And you have to contact everyone to update their info. If you have Kajabi, you can set up funnels to contact people automatically now, which is really nice. There's more customer service issues, I think, with memberships, just with people not knowing how to find things, 
um, being confused when they come in, like you got to have a good onboarding process. We have an onboarding process. They get put into a funnel when they join and it's like, here's this. And then here's how you access this. And here's some information. They get a different email every day for like five or six days. Wendy, you will get those when you sign up, read them. They will help you. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff in there. Um, but yeah, and, 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 you know, with a course, you can still give them the support if you wanted. So the other thing I see is like, like my friend Coraline, a lot of you guys know Coraline. She is, I think her program is like $5,000 now. But it used to be like two or three thousand. But you just pay once and you get to go to their coaching calls every single week. Right. So she does ongoing support in a course. She just charges more for her course. Right. I do a lot of ongoing support, too, and I do it in a membership. But there are people that sell courses for a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars. And then they're like, and you get coaching every week. Right. So they do. I know a couple people that have programs like this that are like their programs are two thousand dollars but you get to go to their coaching calls every week forever once you join. And they're just always selling new people into that program to pay for their time for the coaching every week, right? And then when you join, it's like a legacy program. You get to go to the, pro the coaching calls forever. So just so you know, you can offer it that way too. Um, it just depends. But if you wanna, what you could do is, is try and see which way you liked doing it. I would just say, if you're going to do a membership, I really think you need to commit to doing it for at least, I really think the best way to make money with a membership is selling the yearly members, the yearly membership. So when you guys see us do like a huge month where I'm, I don't really talk about my income that much anymore because I just feel like, I don't know, it's not that important. You guys know like we make money, the business is very profitable. I think we did $230,000 in sales last year. I don't know. I don't feel the need to come on here and be like, we had a $30,000 month. Like, uh, like, I just don't feel the need to do that anymore. I don't think it's helpful to you guys. Like, I don't know. We could, I guess, if you guys wanted that, but I don't feel inspired by it. But if you see us, when we do have those bigger months, it's usually because I did some kind of promo and got a bunch of people in the mastermind to sign up for the vault and a bunch of them paid in full. Right. So if we get 10 people to pay in full for the vault, that's 10,000 extra dollars on top of whatever we already had coming in. And so I would just say if you're going to do a membership, you know, you want to be able to offer those that yearly membership because that's going to give you you some nice bumps of cash and revenue. But you've got to be committed to running it for that long if you're going to sell yearly memberships. And so, you know, I would give yourself two or three years of really, I'm going to sell this all the time, nonstop, um, until I get good at selling it. I'm not going to change the offer. I'm not going to offer anything else. I'm just going to make this work. I'm going to figure out how to make the money I want with this offer. I'm always like, it's kind of like marriage. <laughs> like you just decide like this, is, you're the person for me. I'm going to stay with you no matter what. You do let that with your membership. <laughs> and you just stay committed to it. What a lot of people do is they sell something like once or twice and they're like, I'll see if it works. And if not, I'll just go get a new husband. <laughs> and it's like, if you entered a marriage like that, it's not gonna work. Sales is kind of like that, right? A lot of times it, I really, I said this in the mastermind, but I'll just say it to you guys. I really feel like if we were gonna make a new offer, I was like, I'm gonna do something different. That's not the mastermind. Even though at this point I've been doing sales for a long time, I feel like we're good at it at my team, right? I would give myself probably a year, year and a half to practice selling that before I really felt like 
the revenue was probably where I wanted it, right? Because it takes a while to build up name recognition where people have heard of your program, to get testimonials where people feel like they can trust you, for you to get the content in the program right, and for you to get really, really good at sales. Like, I think all of that takes a lot longer than what most people think. And most people, I wouldn't take a program and just launch it once or twice and think it's going to make us all this money. And I'm an experienced business person, right? So when I see new people do that with their program, they're like, I didn't make any money. And I'm like, oh, well, how often have you launched it? They're like, one time. And I'm like, how many emails did you send? They're like, two. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) go sell it for a year and a half and then come talk to me. (laughs) I'm like, you need to send a thousand more emails and you need to do it this year. So I just think it's harder and it takes longer than what most people think, whether you have a membership or not. So just make sure that that is something you're willing to stick with for an extended amount of time that you're like ready to get married to it. (laughs) I'm part of a different mastermind that's very polished, heavily produced, and full of raw, raw boss girl energy, which I don't always love because it doesn't feel doable for me just starting out. I got stalled in biz development for a few months due to a health issue. How is yours different? Um, you should, Scotty, do you have the revenue maximizer? You should just come in and see. So our, I don't know about the mastermind that you're in, but I'll tell you like something about, I think this is what I'll tell you. I think people get wrong about me and what we do in there a lot is I'm kind of known as like a mindset person because my first business was about mindset and mental health and all that stuff. And I talk a lot about thoughts and feelings and mindset, right? My background is social work. And so I'm a marketer, I'm an internet marketer with like this kind of psychology background, right? And I'm a nerd about psychology and mindset. But I am not uh, into, I don't actually think the. I think the toxic positivity stuff and the overly positive stuff is not helpful to people in business. And so we have a whole module, I have a whole mindset course you get. And one of the modules is about feelings. And we talk in there about how valuable negative emotions are in growing business. So a lot, there's a lot of like the manifestation. I love like manifestation and woo woo spiritual stuff as like I do, but I'll tell you, I think there's a lot of, um, a lot of toxic stuff that happens in that community, just about like think positive and positive energy and like and high vibe and like, I'm not that, right? I'm very like, I'm very like, yeah, you should launch and like feel, you're going to feel embarrassed sometimes in your business and you're going to feel cringy and you're going to feel, what else do you guys feel? You're going to feel stupid and you're going to feel frustrated and you're going to feel like things aren't fair and you're going to feel whatever. You're going to feel all of the negative feelings, right? And what I like to do is I teach people to process those feelings in a clean way. And what I mean by that is like, Sometimes people will do, maybe you do a live stream and it doesn't work very good, right? And you have tech problems and you forget what you're going to say and you get nervous and like you start getting all anxious and weird and there's a bunch of people live and you feel really embarrassed, right? That to me is not a problem. I'm like, yeah, that's, it's totally okay to feel embarrassed. Like it's just a vibration in your body. Like, can you be with yourself and be compassionate while you're being embarrassed? That's what I teach. Right. What most of us do is we get embarrassed and we feel embarrassed in our body. And then instead of being compassionate, we layer suffering on top of the negative emotion where we're like, I'm embarrassed because I was on camera and I got anxious and I stuttered and I had tech problems and I suck 
and it's always going to be like this, and I can't do anything right, and I don't know why I even thought I could do this, and I've wasted all my money, and I've wasted all this time, and the business is never going to work. And it's like, and we make it mean all these really painful things. And so I teach people, like, it's okay to feel negative emotion. In fact, I think you should partner with negative emotion, because I think when you're really like, you know what? I'm willing to be embarrassed. I'm willing to be bad at this. I'm willing to be bad at it in public. I'm willing to feel cringy. I'm willing to feel um, disappointment. I'm willing to feel failure. I'm willing to feel all of these feelings in my body as many times as I have to. And I'm, and I'm going to be compassionate with myself in that process. The negative feelings stop being so scary, right? It's just like, yeah, I'm going to be embarrassed. I've been embarrassed before. I've got me. We can get through this. It's, it's okay with me. It's not a problem. What happens is people start trying to avoid, they're like, I don't want to feel embarrassed. I don't want to feel cringy. I don't want to. And it's like, it doesn't, it just makes it this big, scary thing. And so I really teach people to partner with negative emotion. I do think, you know, I teach people about awareness of your thoughts of like under, of like being aware of like, what do you think about you? What do you think about your offer? What do you think about your business? Like, I think it's good for us to be aware right? And I think that our thoughts impact our actions, our feelings, actions, and results. Like I think that those all are linked together, but I don't think you need to be feeling positive and thinking positive all the time. And I think trying to do that is actually just a fucking waste of your guys' time. Cause I think we're human beings. We're in human body. Like you're gonna feel bad part of the time. So it's like, how do you want to show up for yourself when you're feeling bad part of the time? Like that's a really important conversation. We have a lot in my community that I think is not talked about or taught very many places. So I'll say that. I think like, I I think my business strategy stuff is good. Like, but I think I'm not going to give you a step-by-step plan. I'm not a handholder. I don't, I, my personal belief is kind of like all these step-by-step plans that are like, we're going to tell you like everything you need to do and you just follow our process. I think all of that's kind of bullshit. Like I've been around marketing for a long time. I haven't seen anybody with those programs I'm like, if you have a step-by-step plan that works, why are not all of your students not rich? (laughs) I just haven't seen anybody like getting a hundred percent success rate in those types of programs. Like, I'm not saying this to shade anybody, but I just think like our program is made for like you to come up with your own strategy for you to understand business at a high enough level. You can make business decisions and you have the mindset and the ability to make decisions and feel confident and move on them and you know and understand the reasons for which you're doing things in your business, that's very important to me. Um, And so I really try to make sure people understand not just like me telling you to do things. It's like why I'm saying the things I'm saying and why I'm asking the things that I'm asking. And I try to give people like a deeper understanding of business and strategy than I think is offered in a lot of places. You know, this is a program for people that want to build real sustainable businesses. This is not get rich quick. This is not, you know, I'm tired of the marketing just to be, I'll just be frank with you guys. (laughs) I, I can only be myself. I wish, sometimes I wish I could come on here and sugarcoat things for you guys. I'll be honest. But, you know, I think it's all kind of bullshit. I think there's a lot of marketing about um oh you're gonna like become an immediate like multiple six-figure coach and we're gonna all make twenty thousand dollar months and like do i think there's a lot of money to be made like absolutely do i think you can build a six-figure business like hell yeah and i think you should right and i think it's fucking harder than most people are gonna tell you guys like that's what i think i think it, it takes longer is more expensive and is more difficult than most people are willing to say and so i'll just tell you guys i personally like You can like, you know, take or leave this, but I personally don't hire business coaches that are marketing 
the big flashy months and like all that stuff. I just feel like it's kind of like lazy marketing, right? So hire people that are going to teach you really specific, that have really specific things they're going to teach you and that are honest about what business is like, right? And you know, yeah, there's, there's lots of success stories of people making $10,000 months really fast, but for every person that is that there's thousands of people that that's not their story. That was not my story, right? I would, I was at this for a while. Okay. I don't know if I'm ready for another marriage. I just divorced my last business. <laughs> I think you should, I think you should do it. But look, Lucretia, I would, I would coach yourself up and get your mindset on board with like, I'm going to do this business for two years and we're not going to change it because like half-assed testing things in business doesn't work, right? So it's like, like if I have an offer, right? And I just launch it once or twice and I kind of half-ass launch it. And I'm like, maybe I'll like work hard on it if it works, but if it doesn't work, I'm just gonna sell this other thing. And what happens is people are always like, they're always changing their niche and they're always changing their offer and they're always doing all this stuff. And they never like get dedicated to like, I'm gonna make this program great. I'm gonna get really good at selling this program. I'm going to practice and I'm going to make this work. Like that's kind of the level of commitment it makes, it takes to make your business work. Um, and you've been around long enough. It's like time for you to like commit, commit, like, let's do this. This is a great business idea for you. I really love it. I think you can make so much money doing it, but we've got to like, you've got to be in, you got to, and, and I wouldn't think hard. I wouldn't spend a lot of time thinking about, is it a course or is it a membership? Right. If you guys are in the mastermind or if you get the trial with the revenue maximizer, you can get the revenue maximizer still for 20 bucks. The price goes up on Friday. And if you get that, there is a trial in the mastermind. Get that. Go in the mastermind and watch the decision making module and put this through the decision making module. The decision making module is like. We, we have a thought error that's like if we think really hard about is it a membership or is it a course and we spend all this time thinking about it, that that will make our decision better. That's a thought error. That doesn't work most of the time. Most of the time when we're just thinking about things, we're just taking a long time. It's like you know what a course is and you know what a membership is. Like that information is not going to change. You have all the information to make that decision and make it quickly. So what I teach is you make the decision quick on the front end. You don't spend all this time thinking, thinking, thinking about what to do. You decide what you want to do and then you spend the energy on the back end. Thinking thoughts about why you like the choice you made. So instead of spending time on the front end thinking, should I do this, should I do that, should I do this, should I do that, should I do this, should I do that. You become someone who makes decisions quickly and you spend all that energy on the back end thinking thoughts about why you like the choice. The only reason you ever regret a decision is you make the choice, I'm gonna have a membership, and then you're like, oh my God, maybe I should have had a course though, and this about a course, and maybe this would be easier, and what about this, and maybe I should change it. You decide, in my program, like you decide ahead of time, you're not gonna change your mind. You're not, we don't remake decisions. You're gonna make the decision one time and you decide ahead of time, you're going to commit to thinking thoughts about why you like that choice and you don't allow yourself to indulge in I, all these other options. Maybe I should have did this. Maybe I should have did it this way. Maybe the price should have been this. It's like you just decide ahead of time not to do that. And the reason why is just because it wastes your own time. It's like if you already have the membership and you're not gonna change it, thinking about how it could be easier to have a course is just not useful to you. Right? So we really try to keep our brain like thinking in a useful direction. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I want to keep it low cost. I don't want to commit a lot of time to it. Maybe like one to two calls a month and answering questions in a Facebook group. But you're going to be spending. So Lucretia, this is what is, the thing is, is like 
like I think about this with my coaching, right? I used to have like a like 30 one-on-one clients at one point. <laughs> it's like insane, right? I used to have all these clients, right? And now I just have the mastermind. So I only coach for two and a half hours on Tuesday. It's supposed to be one hour, but I, <laughs> I like coaching. So they're usually long. So I think yesterday was two and a half hours, right? So I could be like, oh, I only coach for two and a half hours. It saves me so much time. But all that happened was those 30 hours I was coaching other people. Now I spend marketing and doing sales. So I'm just telling you, like, even if you're only doing one or two calls, that's not really the work of the membership. The work of the membership is going to be getting people buying to find you and selling it and buying it. And so the group coaching stuff and the group programs, it looks like, oh, I, you're, I'm only going to have to work a little bit. The marketing is like, what is the bulk of the time, right? So I still work just as much. I just, instead of talking to clients all day, I am making marketing, planning launches, getting in front of new people and getting the volume, right? Because if you're gonna have a low cost offer, that's fine, but you need to have volume. And I don't know how much volume you have, but you probably are gonna have to build a lot of volume and that takes a lot of work, right? So you just wanna look at like all these things. A lot of times we're like, oh, I want it to be like, um, not spend a lot of time on it. It's like, well, if you were gonna not spend a lot of time on something, I would probably try to sell something more expensive because if you're gonna sell something low cost, that means you're gonna have to go get way more people. It's a lot less time to get 100 people to sell to you than 10,000 people to sell to. And if I'm selling something that's $1,000, I only have to sell one to make $1,000. If I'm selling something that's $5, I have to sell, I can't do math, a lot. <laughs> Does that make sense? So. Can you come to my house and kick me in the butt? No, but come to the master. Wendy, I'm coaching in the mastermind on Tuesday. Listen to me. If you already have the, the revenue maximizer, I want you to activate your trial. And then I'm coaching Tuesday at 7 Eastern. Can you come to that call and talk to me on Zoom? Okay. And we'll we'll get you sorted out. Watch the, um, make a little business plan. Go in the mastermind this weekend. Make your 90-day plan. And then come talk to me on the call on Tuesday. I coach every Tuesday in the mastermind. This week I was at noon, next week I'm at seven, the following week I'm at noon Eastern, so they rotate so different people can come. But my call on Tuesday is at seven. So you guys that wanna come, if you want me to help you with your business, come talk to me on Zoom. I can help you way more talking to you on Zoom than talking to you on here. Yeah, I definitely need a plan to hit my revenue goal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me see, let me see. I'm gonna get off of here in one minute. Faith says the things that are true but hard to hear. Yeah, I sometimes I have, that's what I feel like my job is though, you know, I don't like saying things you guys that are hard to hear. They're hard for me to say too sometimes, right? But it's like, I look at it like this. I'm like, you guys have, you have friends, you have people supporting you and you need a coach. And sometimes a coach has to say things that are hard to hear and hard to say, and that's just the job, right? And she teaches us how to handle the emotions that come up when running a business. That's the best part. I approach my business and all of my life so much differently with so much more confidence after a year in the mastermind. It has been a fucking honor and a pleasure to coach you, Sarah. And I'm so excited to see your business grow. Yep. That's exactly what's happening. I know I want the membership. It's just fear that I'll fail. Yeah. So you got to get your brain on board with like, how long are you going to test it for? That's why I'm saying like, I would just decide I'm going to try this for a year straight or two years straight or however long. Um, because otherwise you're going to try a couple things and you're not going to get the result right away and you're just going to give up. So it's like, you got to get your brain on board with like, I'm going to do this until I get it to work. <laughs> you guys see the difference? It's like, I'm going to sell this every week 
for two years straight. And if we get to the end of that and it doesn't work, then I will reevaluate because then I will have, I will know that I have tested it and I really tried. But what a lot of people do is they never test things and they never really try because they don't ever actually commit to doing it. Right. So it's a lot different energy. If you're like, I'm going to do try selling this offer for two years, no matter what. And then I will reevaluate or I'm going to sell this offer six months. At least would even be better if you can get your brain on board with that. I'm going to sell this offer for the rest of this year for the rest of 2023. I'm not going to change the offer. I'm not going to pivot. I'm not going to change my niche. I am just going to do this until I get it to work. And I know if I keep doing it, I will get some kind of result. I will figure out how to make it work. That's much different than like, I don't know, let me try it a little bit and see if it works, but I don't want to like put too much work into it because if it doesn't work, then I don't want to do it. It's like, it's never going to work, right? Think about like I'm saying, like with the marriage analogy, if you go into a marriage like that of like, well, I don't really want to work too hard because like, what if you end up being stupid later and like, I don't want to waste my time. So I'm only going to kind of like put a little bit of effort into this marriage. I don't know. That's how a lot of people go into their business. You're like, I don't want to waste my time. So I'm not going to really try hard. I'm going to try a little bit. And if I get a result, maybe I'll try more. But it's like, you're never going to create any results that way. You're just wasting your time. You're wasting your own time ahead of time. <laughs> it's a really good way to like guarantee you don't get the result. But what would be better is like, I'm going to try it for this amount of time. I'm not going to change my niche. I'm not going to change my price. I'm not going to change my offer. You don't think about any of that. You only think about how do I make more sales? That's it. Right. And you spend all your time thinking about that. That will get you better results. But if you go into it, just kind of like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if it's really going to work. I don't want to like put too much time into it. You're failing ahead of time. Like I can almost guarantee you that that is not going to work and you're going to end up just changing it to something else and then doing the same thing with that. Where it's like, you've got to decide this is my offer. This is the price. I'm going to keep selling it until I figure that out. And then I'm like, once you guys get that to work, then you're going to know how to do sales. You can sell something else so much easier because you will have learned what you need to learn about sales. But a lot of people never commit enough to actually learn how to do sales because every time they start to sell something, it doesn't sell right away and they give up and they change the offer. And then they go make a new offer and they make a new niche and then they try to sell it and then it doesn't work. So then they change it again. And it's like they never do the actual work. The skill they need is like sales. Because if you're good at sales and marketing, you can sell any offer anyway. Really, I'm serious. Like if you're good enough at sales, I believe that. There's people that are good enough at sales, they can sell anything. Right. And I'm always like, I've always felt like I'm someone who is not good at sales. I feel like I have had to work at it very, very hard. I think that's why I'm good at teaching it. But, you know, I'm like, I am just going to sell the mastermind all the way. I'm not going to change the offer. I'm just going to keep selling the same thing until I get good at selling it, period. Right. And just being very committed to that. And I don't let myself make a whole bunch of different offers, which I would love to do, by the way, because I have ADHD and I'm very creative and there's like a million things I want to talk about all the time. I would love to make a new offer every month. I don't do that. I only sell the mastermind. That is my offer. And the reason the mastermind is so great is because I haven't, that's all I've been doing for three years, just making that great and practice selling it. And how do we make it better? And how do we make it better for the members? And now I feel like I have this really special, exceptional offer right? That has lots of great content in it. That has so much support in it. That has an amazing community. I wouldn't have that if I had just kept all three years being like, let me sell this. Well, that's not really working. Let me do that. No, that's not really working. Let me do this. It was like, I decided I'm going to make this really great. I'm going to practice my thoughts, thinking better thoughts about it. 
I'm going to practice thinking about how much I love it and thinking about why it's great and why it's special and how it's different. I do that work all the time. I'm always journaling on how much I love the mastermind. I'm like, I don't naturally just wake up loving the mastermind every day. Like I've been selling the same thing now for like over three years. It's a long time, right? There's lots of days I wake up and I'm just like, ugh, like I'd love to do something else, right? But I just get my journal out and I write all the reasons I love it. And I, I think on purpose thoughts about how I want to grow it and how special it is and why it's different and why I love selling it and why I'm so glad I have it and why I'm so glad I did it and how excited I am to join it. I create an experience of really loving and being excited about my offer. I create that with my thoughts and that way I don't have to change my offer. A lot of people wanna feel excited and good about their business and they do that by having a new offer all the time or having a new niche or having a new whatever. They're like, I wanna feel excited about my business. I wanna feel good. Let me change my offer. Let me change my price. Let me change this. Let me change that. I don't change anything in my business but my thinking, right? About the way I think about my offer, right? And so you need to get your brain on board with like, I'm gonna think thoughts about loving this and I'm gonna have a good experience selling this and I'm gonna do that by changing my thoughts. I'm actually not gonna change my niche. I'm actually not gonna change the offer. I'm gonna sell only this membership. I'm gonna figure out how to make as much money as I want by selling it. I'm gonna get super good at sales by just practicing this and not making new shit all the time and not changing things all the time. And I'm gonna do the work to become a really talented marketer because we live in capitalism, y'all. Like being good at sales and marketing is a good skill to have when you live in capitalism. Like it is a skill worth learning. Also, by the way, people go to fucking college to learn sales. Did you guys know that? There's like whole degrees you can get in sales and marketing. People wanna make a product and like send two emails and do one launch and then it doesn't work and they're like, you know, it's like, yeah, you're not good at sales and marketing yet. <laughs> you need to practice. I always say sales is like the violin, right? It's like you don't pick up the violin once and be like, oh, I can't do it, violin doesn't work. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you aren't practice enough. <laughs> You practice selling it enough. Of course, nobody bought, right? So there's some things to think about. And Lucretia, you can do whatever you want, right? But I'm just telling you, and I don't know this because this is just, I'm talking to you on chat. But I'm just saying, based from talking to, I talk to a lot of business owners all the time, right? I've coached hundreds of people on this stuff. And I see it all the time where people change their offer all the time. What happens is like their belief goes down in their business. They're not making the sales they want. They feel crappy. And so they're like, I'm going to change my niche. You know, they're not making the sales they want. Their belief goes down. They're like, I'm going to make a different offer. I'm going to change the price. I'm going to change the niche. And all they're doing is changing external things in their business to change how they think, to change the, to get their belief back up, right? Because their belief is down. They're thinking, I don't know if this is working. So to change the thought, I don't know if this is working. They change external things in their business all the time. And they never actually dedicate themselves to committing to making it work. And that's the difference I see really between the people that are able to make profitable businesses and the people that aren't. It's like the people that make profitable businesses, they just like pick something and they commit to it and they just fucking hammer away at it. And even if that doesn't end up being the thing that they take to like multiple, multiple six figures or like seven figures or something, they'll get the skills they need out of that experience to then go sell whatever the hell they want, right? And they're like, just really, got so much practice out of it because they made themselves commit to learning the sales and the marketing skills they need. Um, and so just some things for you guys to think about. Is a membership a lifetime business decision? No, I don't think any of this, you know, I really don't think any of these decisions, I'm like using marriage like as a thing, but it's like, um, these are not life sentences. I could close my membership now, right? I had a, 
at one point I really thought I was going to close the mastermind and we just were going to stop selling yearly memberships. So I just had my assistant look at when the last person that signed up for a year was and to give me that date. And we pulled the yearly option off the page and we were going to let all of the yearly memberships expire and not offer it anymore. And then we would close it. So I could close the membership in a year if I wanted. I could also just refund everybody if I wanted. I would just have to make sure I have the revenue to do that. And it's a business decision that makes sense, right? But none of this stuff is like that consequential because you know what's so great about online business is the stakes are a lot lower. We're not buying buildings, right? I have a friend that just opened a restaurant. She got like millions of dollars of investors to open this restaurant. Like that's a big business decision, right? But for us, it's like, you can just change your website <laughs> and change your offer and offboard people. It's not that like serious, right? If you're gonna sell people your membership, you need to run it for a year. You gotta do what you say you're gonna do, but I don't have to run the mastermind and I probably won't run it forever. To be honest with you guys, there's lots of things I wanna do. There's lots of, we're starting a different business now. Like there's lots of different businesses I wanna have online and offline, lots of things I want to do in my career. And we probably won't have the mastermind forever, right? I can close it in a year. I would just, that's what I would do. I would just take the year payment down and I would let everybody's year payments run up. And at the end we would close it. Okay. I have ADHD as well. Maybe that's why we're like kindred spirits, Wendy. <laughs> okay, you guys, I'm going to get off of here. I hope this was helpful. Listen, there's solutions to this stuff. So if you're looking at your business, you want to look as a like a businesswoman, right? Put it's like the becoming boss mastermind, right? It's like we got to be bosses here. Like put your boss hat on. As a boss, look at what did you try in January and February and why did that not bring in the revenue that you were wanting to make and what changes do we need to make in March? Right? And it doesn't mean you suck and it's not working. It does you don't need to go into any of that. It's not useful. Stay, keep your brain in a useful place, right? We call them like broke ass thoughts in the mastermind. All the I suck and the feeling sorry for ourselves and the beating ourselves up. Those are broke ass thoughts. Let's think some like, it's boss time. It's money making time. This is the last month of the quarter. You need to go make the money that you were going to make. Okay. And so put your boss hat on and figure out how many sales would I need to make? How many sales would I need to make to hit my revenue goal? And you come up with a plan for what you think your best shot is at making those sales and you just go test it, right? And then we're gonna do it again next month. We're gonna do it all year. This is how you're gonna make like big progress over your business over time is like just staying dialed in. Don't let yourself off the hook for that money, right? We all had a quarterly goal. Look at your quarterly goal, like double down. I'm gonna do it today. I'm gonna look at our quarterly goal, right? You guys know I always set impossible goals, so we're like nowhere near the goal, but I'm still gonna try and hit it. Right? It was like a goal that was like huge, huge, huge. It would have been like a miracle goal. But I keep my ass on the line for that money. I still put my brain to work figuring out what would we need to be able to make that money? How many people would we need on the list? Um, how good would I have to be at sales? How good would the offer have to be? How much value would have to be in the mastermind? I spend all my time thinking about that all the time. And that's how the business is able to grow. In my opinion, it has grown very, very quickly. And that's why is because I keep my ass on the line all the time for that money. Right? I never go like, oh my gosh, we're just too far from the goal. Just, I suck. I don't know why it's not working. Just forget it. <laughs> right? I go quarter by quarter um, and 
as we get closer to the end of the quarter, I'm ramping up. I'm not slowing down. I'm like, oh shit, like it's, I really got to like really try some stuff now. We're getting down to the end, right? And I keep my ass on the line that way. I want to feel like I'm pushing all the time. Not like I'm working tons of hours. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like with my brain. Like I want to be pushing my brain to come up with ideas, right? All this stuff about like, feeling sorry. My brain loves to feel sorry for myself too, right? Like our brains just do this stuff. It's not like a personal, it's not like you're personally bad. It just means you have a human brain. I have a human brain too. My human brain loves to fucking feel sorry for myself and have big pity parties and, t- and be super dramatic. I have a really dramatic brain. It's like everything is like the worst and very unfair, right? And I just have to be aware and watch those thoughts, right? And then I have to decide are those thoughts I want to spend time focusing on or would I rather focus on a different thought? And the thoughts that I spend time focusing on aren't the dramatic, victim-y, whatever, overwhelm, all that stuff. The thoughts that I choose to focus on are problem solving and asking questions. Like, how could we do it better? What did I already try? What is something else we could try? What is something brand new I could do that I've never done before? I spend time asking myself better questions and focusing on things that will make us money. And I really just try to redirect my thoughts. We're always gonna have positive and negative thoughts. It's just how our human brains are. In fact, we're probably gonna have more negative thoughts than positive thoughts because that's how our brains are programmed for survival. And we wanna do that. We want our brains like looking for things that could hurt us. We want our brains being aware of things that could be a problem. Like all of that is not going away anytime soon. It is like drilled into our brains. Most of us are going to have more positive thoughts than negative thoughts. It's not a problem or more negative thoughts than positive. That's not a problem. We just want to be aware that our brains are programmed that way so we can decide what is actually useful for me to focus on here. It's like, okay, brain, I see how this is hard. Okay, brain, I see how, you know, it didn't happen as fast as we thought. Okay, brain, but let's come back over here and problem solve. Like, What else could I try? What's something brand new I could do that I've never done? What could I do today for my people that would be a big over deliver? What could I do today to get people great results? How could I make my program even better? Um, How can I grow my reputation as someone who gets people results? Like these are places I, I spend a lot of time thinking, right? And I would just encourage you guys to do that as well because I think that's why we make money in my business. Right. If I spent all my time feeling sorry for myself and having all my dramatic brain temper tantrums, I don't think our business would be growing like it is. Okay, that's that. Thank you guys for being here. I'm trying to do some kind of training either on Instagram or here at noon every week. So just watch your email. I'll send you guys an email and let you know what we're doing. I do have more free stuff. I've been kind of wanting to do free coaching, but I also just feel like you guys a lot of you guys have the revenue maximizer come into the mastermind. I'm going to raise the price of the revenue maximizer and just put it on the website for people to buy on Friday. Um, so if you want it for 20 bucks, I would go get it. It's a really good deal. Once you get it, activate your mastermind mastermind trial. You get a 30 day mastermind trial when you buy the revenue maximizer. If you're a new member, it's for new members only, but come in there and try it out. Just come for 30 days. Like you'll have a really great experience in there. You'll learn some new things. Do the mindset course so you have the mindset tools to take with you if you decide not to stay in. Um, And if you want to stay in, you'll have a great time and it's all good, okay? All right, I will talk to you guys soon. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody.